What is up, everybody? It is Chris Aiken from the Classic Metal Show and the Aftershocks podcast. And I just wanted to remind you that if you are a podcast listener to the Classic Metal Show or Aftershocks or the Shockwave Skull Sessions, which you all should be, you can now get all three in one location. That's right, one location. It is on the CMS Podcast Network. That's right. Just go to anchor.fm slash CMSPN, as in CMS Podcast Network. Just go there. Make sure you subscribe. No matter which platform you're using, there's links to all of them there, whether it's Apple or Pocket Casts or Breaker or CastBox or whatever. Whatever you use, it is there. So get yourself subscribed to the CMS Podcast Network, and you will get three, I mean three, great shows all in one location. So do it today. Subscribe to the CMS Podcast Network. That is anchor.fm slash CMSPN. Do it! Hey, this is John Levin of Dawkin, and you're watching CMS TV. It sounds like that world hasn't changed in fucking 40 years. Those guys <laughs> still are fucking all weird. Yeah. Each other. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you what, the most, the most enjoyable thing about hanging out with Don. Mm-hmm. And I know everybody knows this when he's on the show, that guy has got stories for days. Oh, I, yeah. I, I've known Don for 25 years and he can tell me more stories than I ever heard before. Sure. You know, I mean, I've heard a few of the stories before, but he always has new ones all the time. Right. And it's just like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. You know, he tells me these stories. He was just telling me some stories about years and years ago, different things. And I'm just sitting there just like, holy shit, really? <laughs> <laughs> just, just fucking train wreck shit. Right. It's like, it's like, how did you, how did you get this far? Not, not, not that he was like doing anything fucky. It's just circumstances. Yeah. Well, they all were that. I mean, that's kind of the thing is everybody that was in that scene was a fucking wreck. Yes, absolutely. So there's, there are stories for fucking days from all of those guys. Yeah. You know, but, but his sense of humor, just, I just sit there and crack up listening to his stories, man. He right. just, just the way he tells some of the, some of the fucked up stories from, you know, from the days gone by, it's just like, holy shit. He sure. goes, yeah, well, eventually this will probably be in a book sometime. Yeah. I doubt it. He'll never write it. <laughs> well, he says he's in the process. Of writing a book? Yeah, he's doing the he's doing like the dragon speak type thing. Right. And who's gonna edit it? Some he's got some gal that works with his girlfriend. She's a right. editor on scripts. All right. Well good. So, so she's she's got the uh editing thing. Right. So he she he he's she just tells him, you know, well, when you're inspired to tell a story or, you know, whatever, just just do the whole dragon speak thing and send it to me and then I'll you know, I'll put it in, uh, in book form. Right. So I didn't even know dragon speak was still a thing. I'm not saying it's that specifically. I'm just using that like clean, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Hey, good. I'd read that. Yeah. So anyway, lots of story there. Cause you know, his stories will be, don't give two fucks about anything. Well, that's the whole thing is he's just like, you know, when, if, and when this book comes out, he says a lot of people are going to be pissed off <laughs> Good, <laughs> because I'm not going to, I'm not going to uh, sugarcoat anything. 
That's the book he should put out on his very last tour. Take it around with him to sell at the shows, and then that's it. I'm done. I'm mm-hmm. never going to go out again. And good good thing, too, because none of these fucks will ever play a show with me again. Yeah, you're probably right about that. That would be great. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard some of those stories, you know, when off, you know, off show, like just talking to him. Yeah. And he tells some stories about certain guys, and it's just like, <laughs> ooh. Yeah. Well, well, that that was some that was my reaction to a few of the things he was telling me was oh, yeah. <laughs> I know I've heard him tell some stories about a a certain drummer that we all know, and it's just like oh my god, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it was fun, it was fun. So I again just just being able to get away from Chicago area and you know just being able to sit back and relax and. Yeah not worry about emails or phone calls or right any any just day-to-day nonsense was nice yeah no you didn't you sounds like you had a good time man that's good i did i did it was very relaxing cool very cool didn't have to get up i did i didn't get up until like nine o'clock every day and then as his uh girlfriend jen she would fix me a a latte and (laughs) just sit out there on the porch and just relax you pampered bitch you i know (laughs) came out gave you a manny and a petty (laughs) it it is unbelievable and and you, you know what's the most unbelievable of all to me that people know it and people are being exposed to to the truth and they don't care yeah I can't believe that people just don't give a fuck. Well, it's, it's, uh, get along, go along. Well, you know, it's, you know, I guess they know better than I do. I I, I don't know who, who am I? I'm just like some guy, you know, what am, you know, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. Get off the platform. That's what you're supposed to do. Exactly. That's what you do. You get off, you, you decentralize it as much as you fucking can in your life. But that's where all my friends are though. That's, that's my social life, man. I mean, you know, if, if I get off there, who am I going to talk to? Call them, call them. That's the one thing that I do see, you know, I've been off of, um, Facebook and Twitter now, most of this year, you know, for, for the very, I post maybe once a week on Facebook, which is usually when I'm, you know, when I log in to do my work, to do my actual paid customer work. I, I'm I'm not on Twitter at all. Fucking, and I'm not on Instagram at all. I got rid of all that shit. And I have so much more time now than <laughs> I ever had before. And, and truthfully, I, I just, I, I either text or call people and I just keep in touch that way with the people I want to talk to. And to be honest, the people I was talking to on fucking fuckbook, I really didn't really, I don't talk to now. <laughs> you know, I, I, it's, it's amazing to me is that I'm not really on Facebook anymore and I don't miss, there's like, it's not like I'm sitting around going, man, I really haven't heard from Joe in fucking X amount of months or whatever. You know, I was kind of. It's almost like Facebook gives you the illusion of these people being important in your life. (laughs) But when you get past 
them being a little blip in your fucking face, they're really not important people in your life. Right. They're not the important ones. The important people in your life, you'll you'll communicate with. You'll text, you'll call, you'll, you know, show up at their house, whatever it is, if they're important in your life. You know, and, and it's amazing to me how how much like I know I've said it before about how I, I started unfollowing people that if they if they were posting political things, I unfollowed them on Facebook. Now, the only things that I get is I, I get shit from like three friends in my timeline and nothing but advertisement because I don't have anybody left. <laughs> I don't have anybody left that I see their posts. It, it, it's astounding. I think I have 680 some odd friends, friends on, on Facebook. And I literally see posts from about four people. <laughs> you know, it, it's useless. Yeah. If I, if, if Facebook and Facebook is smart, they won't let me cancel because I, then I can't have my business pages. So they keep me that I have to kind of, I have to kind of go in through their fucking thing to get to do my business work. And they're, they're smart enough to know that the psychology of it is, well, let me just see what's going on here. Or they'll, they'll happen to have one story up there. That's interesting to me or something. And then I fall down the rabbit hole, just like you do on fucking YouTube. You know, then it's like, well, let me just see what else is here. That was interesting. And then the next thing I know, I'm 10 minutes into fucking going through my fucking timeline. There you go. It's, it's a, it, it is such a fucking savage goddamn mind fuck. And it, it, it really, you're the smartest one of, of, of us all because you never got in on it. Nope. I, I, I saw it early on. I saw it early on. I, I knew it was a bad thing from the very beginning. No, yeah, And because of it, you don't have the addiction. Nope. It is absolutely an addiction. It is not a, it's not just a, well, you know, it's just a habit, like, you know, having a beer with dinner or whatever. It's not like that. It is a, it is a true addiction. And, and you know, th that, that segment of the show where they showed the kid sitting, sitting, um, in class and, um, watching his phone and, and you could just feel him wanting to pick up his phone. <laughs> yeah. That's me. That's me. And, and that was another thing that they put on the fucking on, on that movie that, that really I related to. And I actually made a change yesterday when I saw it on that movie was they, they did the, the part where they highlighted about when people are tagged or yeah. or notifications of emails or of of messages and stuff like that and how they put it on your phone but they don't tell you what it is right right so they so you have to look at it to yeah. see what it is because your mind is is wired to engage while somebody's trying to contact me yeah. and and then when i watched that I thought of you on a couple of things. Yeah. We've had a, we've had a discussion here on the show about mm -hmm. your phone. Yeah. And you go, yeah, I got like three or four pages of apps on my phone. Yeah, I do. And, and I've got, and I've got like the original apps that came with the phone. And I think the only thing that I've ever added was like the CMS app. Right. And like tune in or something. And that's, that's all I have. 
I I don't use it. You know, I don't use it. I'm not addicted to it. I don't. And and the other the other thing that they pointed out Mm -hmm. near the end of that documentary was turn off your notifications. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, turn them off. Yeah. And that's that that's the one thing that I made the change of when I saw the way that that works and I saw what a mind fuck that that actually is. I went into my phone and turned off all my notifications, mm-hmm. you know, except texts, except for texts. Yeah. I mean, I'll obviously that's, that's the way that I communicate with you most of the time. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and if I'm doing interviews either with you or with Matt or whoever, that's, that's how we generally tell each other it's your turn to talk. Right. But I, I don't, I don't have any social media apps. I don't have any news apps. I, I don't really give a shit. If, if I want to find out what's really going on out there, mm-hmm. I'll go look for it myself. I don't, I don't go to, you know, Fox or right. MSNBC or CNN or any one of those garbage sites. I, I go look for it myself. Uh, a young woman passionately and I'm looking at the video and this is not passionate at all. Okay. This is just a, a daughter leaning over and kissing her father on the mouth, I guess, or kissing okay. her lips, but it's not passionate. A young woman passionately kissed her own father live on breakfast radio on Friday. Breakfast radio. Breakfast radio. Fuck is that? A shocking moment. On Australia's Kyle and Jackie O show. Oh, the Kyle and Jackie O show. She you did. Might, you might have to look that up because you might be able to throw that up on there. Does just show them kissing. Kyle but, and Jackie O kissing Australia. So, so that just goes to show that they have as lame radio as we do here for commercial radio. The girl's name wasn't Tim James, was it? No, it was not. I'm just asking. Did you ever see the movie? Well, I'm sure you did. Um, the the second Wall Street movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you know the girlfriend in the movie who's uh who's um what's his face's daughter? Um, I'm not sure who it is, but I, I know. No, no, you know the movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Douglas. What's his name? Gecko. Gordon, Gordon Gecko, yeah, his daughter in the second movie. Mm-hmm. This chick looks like her. Okay. Did you find it at all? I found it. I'm trying to play it. You do sort of look like you could be. Right, I'm gonna put it on the video here. Yeah, she looks like Gordon Gecko's daughter in in Wall Street. Money never sleeps. Right. She's got the sawed off haircut thing going on, and she's kind of thick. Yeah, there she is. You see her. Yeah, I see her. Yeah, she kind of looks like her, right? Yeah, sort of. Hideous. Look at this. I'm watching. <laughs> That's ridiculous. For a thousand bucks. Hell, I might kiss him for a thousand bucks. Thousand dollars. It's just, it's just weird. Should you I know, turn the sound on or no? No. The dad's wearing like the whole Hawaiian shirt thing or whatever the hell that is he's wearing. Yeah. And she's sitting there and I don't know. It's bizarre. Look at, look at all the beggars and hangers on hanging out yeah. in the background. 
all the people in the back, like, oh, this is going to be amazing. I know. And the guy, the guy with the EIB microphone, the yeah. DJ, is <laughs> look at that. That's not passionate. That's not a passionate kiss. That's like a dad kissing his daughter. Yeah, exactly. So he's got the golden EIB microphone. Look, look at, at that. that guy. Jesus. That's what I'm saying. Look at him. Looks like the captain of the Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs> but he's got the golden microphone. Yeah. Then he's got the blonde Robin chick back there in the other booth. In the other booth. Ahoy, matey. What yeah. do you think of that? <laughs> And now he's asking what questions. So how was that? Was it good? <laughs> yeah. Look at this. What, what is this guy? Look at this guy. Look at what a turd. He's like 10 years past retirement. Yeah. Look at that guy. And look at those people in the background. In the background oh, celebrating. God. It's amazing. Yeah, that, that host looks like a real turd. <laughs> this is what passes for entertainment. Jesus Christ. Look at the prices right wheel back there. Yeah, what is this shit? <laughs> this is this is what morning radio has devolved to. This guy's probably looking around. He's like, you know what? The people <laughs> of the Titanic have given me five more thousand dollars. If you'll suck his dick, <laughs> yay! A thousand dollars, yay! Five thousand dollars, yay! <laughs> Look at that fucking old dude. What is he doing doing shock jock radio? Yeah, people are such whores, man. That dude looks like he's seven. Not that not the father. I mean, he looks no, old too. The DJ guy. The DJ looks old. Yeah, he's got his white beard and his pull his zip up hoodie going on. <laughs> what a boob. Oh my god. Yeah, all his interns are 19. He's 83. <laughs> look at this fucking guy. I know, but look, look, he's got the golden microphone. Of course he does. He's got the Rush Limbaugh microphone. Huh. The Electra Voice E20 huh. golden microphone. <laughs> look at him. And he sings up like Motorhead. But <laughs> he's got it. Oh, my God. That's, that's fucking ridiculous, dude. Jesus Christ. Anyway. <laughs> but anyway, the shocking moment shocking, shocking. happened on Australia's Kyle and Jackie O show as part of the challenge called Boyfriend or Daddy. Okay. <laughs> the segment involves a woman coming and coming into the studio. <laughs> mm. With a male companion, then hosts Kyle Sandalins and Jackie O. Henderson have to guess whether it's her boyfriend or her father. Well, geez, that would have been easy with those two. That was definitely a dad pick. <laughs> if the couple are able to trick the host. They take home a thousand dollar cash prize. So, so these two, so that those two dumb hosts pretended like they thought they were boyfriend and girlfriend. Well, the, the, the guests, the girl and the, the bald head guy, the yeah. Kojak looking dude. Yeah. Come in pretending that yeah. they're a couple. Right. No, I get that part, but they won the money. 
Yes, because oh. they, they fooled the host. Impossibility. Impossibility. There's no way they didn't realize that was the dad and his daughter. <laughs> no fucking way. They just gave them the money because they were fucking willing to do it. Exactly. Get fucked up. This is the worst radio ever. Well, again, what what does commercial radio have to lose at the at this point? The Burt Show looks at that and says, "Man, that's some dumb shit. That's terrible." No, the Burt Show looks at that and goes, "Man, that kind of gives me some good ideas." I doubt even the Burt Show would turn that down. <laughs> I think the Burt Show would be like, "No, nah, we're not going to do something that lame." Holy shit. Explaining the segment, Jackie said that she and Kyle make their judgments based on body language and how uncomfortable the guests are with certain questions. Oh, brother. It's usually fairly easy for them to tell whether the pair are lovers or related, but Friday's guests went the extra mile to convince the host that they were dating. Oh, did they? The extra mile? The extra mile. They must be in really good shape because that did not seem like a mile. Well, he came in wearing her panties on his head. <laughs> it's like, what dad would do that? First of all, he came in wearing a shirt that he bought when, when fucking Hawaii Five O was still a thing. It was the a original. Come on, dude. It was a Tommy Bahama. It cost $80 for that shirt. And before I go, shout out to the classic metal show. I did an interview on there yesterday. Dudes are intelligent, awesome, prepared, funny. Please check them out. Classic metal show. I am Jericho Green. Man, I'm out.